Hello, and welcome to The Wardroom, a podcast dedicated to the leadership development of the U.S. Navy's engineering duty officers. I'm your host, Lieutenant Commander Matthew Horton. On this episode, we have a talk on leadership from Vice Admiral Bill Galinas. At the time of this recording, Admiral Galinas was serving as the program executive for ships under Naval Sea Systems Command. He recently became the 45th commander of Naval Sea Systems Command, where he is responsible for the development, delivery, and maintenance of the U.S. Navy's fleet of ships and submarines. Let's listen in. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Rear Admiral Bill Galinas, uh, Program Executive Officer for Ships, and this is the uh, Engineering Duty Officers uh, Quarterly Leadership Podcast. And so my intent this morning is uh, just a couple of opening thoughts, uh, how I think about leadership, uh, and then uh, a couple of questions that have been submitted by the community that I'll uh, I'll kind of kind of answer. So just to uh, to kind of start uh, a couple of things, I want to kind of uh, talk about two different categories. The first is uh, building the team, and then the second is executing the mission. So think about team and mission as the uh, the key components here. So building the team, you know, in today's environment. Um, everybody is looking to attract and retain talent. And so, you know, how do we do that? And I would tell you, you know, within the Navy, um, we have a number of terrific opportunities for people coming into the government or into the, into the Navy, either in a civilian capacity or, uh, you know, through active duty and just the number of, of projects and opportunities that are available to folks and specifically within the NAVC enterprise. Uh, you know, we get to work on some really cool stuff. And so, you know, one of our, our big selling points is just the opportunity for people to really kind of, um, you know, expand their horizons, um, work on some really, really interesting projects um, and, you know, serve the country. And so that's that's a big selling point to, to attract talent. The, uh, the other part of that is just, you know, the opportunities for advancement. Um, and, you know, this is kind of how you retain people. Most people, you know, will stay with an organization or, or a company um, or the Navy uh, for as long as they can, uh, you know, see advancement opportunities, uh, opportunities to grow, to improve themselves, improve their future. And so that's, that's an important piece of that. Um, <clears throat> our ability to develop technical talent um, along the way. Uh, we have a, a number of training opportunities available to us, you know, online training opportunities uh, through uh, formal courseware education at different schoolhouses, um, you know, to continue to advance and improve ourselves. Um, but then also the opportunity to uh, improve and advance our leadership skill set. And, uh, you know, again, through uh, either self-training uh, formal courses, podcasts such as this, uh, you know, just kind of how you continue to, to build that, build that team and develop that, that talent, both from a technical and leadership perspective. And then a big piece of this is as a leader, um, as you build that team is the communication aspect of that team and, you know, articulating your vision. And I'll talk a little bit more about this when we talk about executing the mission, but, you know, as, as a leader to, to be able to, to have that plan, um, communicate that plan to the team, and then execute that plan and, and you know, measure your progress along the way as you go is important. And, um, you know, people are just generally naturally interested in, in feedback and how they're doing. And so, 
you know, as you execute that plan, you know, the feedback and measuring your your success uh, and how that is going is, is very important to the team. So the ability to, uh, you know, develop a plan, communicate that plan, and then execute um, is also a key key part to, uh, to building the team. And then kind of overarching uh, this is really uh, building a culture. And this is something that uh, in the number of uh, opportunities that I've had through the Navy and the teams that I've worked with, uh, something that I would tell you I've taken a particular interest in is, is building the team culture. Um, and really what I, I talk a lot about is building a constructive culture, a culture of trust. Um, you know, I... Most of the teams that I've had the opportunity to work with, I tell them, you know, we're, we're problem-solving organizations by nature. And, uh, and a lot of times those are, those are very difficult problems. And, and so, you know, having a, uh, a constructive culture, a culture where people trust each other, uh, they feel they can talk about the challenges and the issues, um, you know, and kind of have that open and honest dialogue about those um, and then go off as a team, you know, come to a, center up on a solution and then and then move forward to uh, to execute that solution is, is important. So, you know, as we think about building the team, four things, um, how do we attract and retain talent? Um, how do we develop both a technical and, and leadership knowledge base across the team? Um, and then as the team comes together, you know, what is your plan? What is your vision for that team? How do you communicate that, execute that, and then, and then, measure the, that steps along the way. And then the, the glue that kind of binds all that together is the culture that you establish as a leader within your team. And I like to think about a very constructive culture that's built on trust that people feel that we can, uh, we can talk to each other and kind of have those, those communications. The second part of this is really kind of executing the mission. And so where the team comes first, you know, executing the mission is, is, is right behind that and a strong team you know, will enable you to execute the mission as, as planned. Um, so again, you think about what uh, what a team looks for in a leader when it comes to mission execution, uh, someone who has the right level of experience, uh, that right level of knowledge, um, you know, which then leads to the competence of the leader and translates to competence of the team, in my view. So uh, again, experience and expertise equals, equals competence. Um, and, and provides a leader that the team can feel confident in. Um, again, the ability to make good good decisions is also a key to that. So, you know, if you if you have the right level of experience, um, and and um, and you have the right knowledge base, um, and you're making good decisions, that will build confidence in the team to allow them to to execute the mission. And then, as I've talked about building the team. Again, communication and, you know, what is the plan? What is the vision? Uh, how does that get communicated to the team? Uh, that's, that's extremely important. And so, uh, you know, those three things, having a, a competent leader who's a good decision maker, executing and, and communicating uh, his or her vision, uh, you know, really will build confidence and leadership for the team to execute the, uh, you know, their, their mission. Um, so then, you know, with those two thoughts, building the team and executing the mission, uh, the, the best advice I can give you is, you know, kind of use, uh, you know, what works best for you? What, what type of leader are you? Um, you know, what fits your personality, uh, your style? Uh, 
you know, oftentimes I'll talk about, you know, building your leadership toolbox along the way. And I've, I've had a chance to do that with the, the number of, of uh, you know, very successful, very competent leaders that I've had a chance to work with and work for. And, you know, you learn something from those people. We all do. We, we learn something from the people that we work with, the leaders that we work with and work for along the way. Um, that being said, I will tell you, you know, as I kind of developed um, as a leader and learned things from other people and developed my own leadership toolbox, um, there were some things observed along the way that just didn't work for me in terms of how, uh, you know, different leaders led. And so even though they maybe became part of my leadership toolbox, probably not things that I used very often. But um, I've been very fortunate to work with a number of good leaders that, uh, you know, have, have uh, mentored me along the way, which really kind of leads me to the next the, the, the next part of this is, you know, mentoring and coaching people. And uh, it's something within the engineering duty officer community. We've always had mentoring as a strength of our community. And um, I think if you talk to, uh, you know, current or former engineering duty officers, you would get that feedback that mentoring is a, a strong component of, of our community and how we, uh, you know, how we bring people along and, and advance them into positions of increased responsibility and increased leadership. Probably a, a newer concept that's being introduced at the uh, at our, our schoolhouse uh, within the last year or so is this concept of coaching. And uh, just real quickly, you know, from my perspective, the difference between kind of a mentoring aspect and, and coaching. Uh, mentoring, think of that as more strategic, uh, kind of career planning, um, you know, longer term view, uh, where coaching is, is probably more tactical in nature. Um, you know, probably best done by somebody uh, that you work with closely, uh, you know, on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. Um, so that, that's the way I kind of think about that. Mentoring more uh, strategic and long-term in nature, uh, coaching more, uh, you know, more, more tactical, uh, probably better focused on, uh, on, the, on the, the current work, the current mission that you're, you're executing um, and how you're, how you're kind of working your way through that. Um, so just a couple of thoughts there on, on leadership, uh, build a team, uh, execute the mission, and then really kind of, uh, you know, use, uh, you know, kind of leadership tools and techniques that, uh, that work for you. Don't try to be somebody that you're, uh, that you're not. Um, so let me now just kind of real quick, I'll answer just a couple of quick questions that we got here, uh, from the community. The first one being, uh, you know, what are the character attributes selected for the, uh, FY 2021 and thoughts on each. So we um, we have not selected uh, traits for uh, for 2021 yet. Uh, that is on uh, on the plan for for next year for uh, for fiscal year 21. The uh, the selected attributes that we do have um, that we're focused on for the, for the community right now. Um, the first one is uh, is developing others, and uh, so things that we've we've done. I've talked about the mentoring aspects within our community uh, that's a very strong characteristic of what we do within the engineering duty officer community. But the, the new piece, again, is that coaching element and, and a little bit more focus on that and how we, we coach people as they, uh, as they take on new assignments and new opportunities and, um, and, and moving forward. The, um, the other two traits, uh, one is, is strategic planning um, and how this fits in you know, probably um, 
you know, all of us probably at some level have a strategic plan, whether it's a personal strategic plan or, or professional for the organization that we work with, maybe depending on, uh, on your position, your leadership role within that organization. Um, but, you know, again, strategic thinking, um, you know, what are the key elements of, of your organization's mission and how do those get implemented, you know, and then how are you building that team to, uh, to execute that part, of, that part of your mission? And then the vision, right? So what is your, what is your vision? Um, you know, the, the, the current NAVC vision, right, is, you know, on-time delivery of ships and a culture of affordability and the cybersecurity, enhancing our cybersecurity posture, right? And so, you know, that's the vision and how does that, how is that communicated, you know, through the different uh, documents that have been put out and, and, uh, and how, how we communicate that to the team. So that's an important piece of it. So the, um, the current attributes that we have, uh, developing others, strategic thinking, and uh, and vision are what uh, what we have in play across the community right now. And again, we'll be reevaluating those next year in uh, in 2021. Um, so let me just uh, uh, so one one last question here: um, leadership thoughts on implementing coaching in the engineering duty officer community. Again, um, I would say you know. I, from my sense, I would tell you that coaching has probably been around for a long time. Um, and, and many of us have either, uh, you know, played on sports teams or coached sports teams. And so we all kind of understand the role of a coach and, uh, you know, and how they, uh, you know, they, they develop the skills of the individual players on the team, um, you know, put together the game plan, execute the game plan, um, and that's that's really you know the kind of the role of a coach, right? So if you, you know, if you work at a regional maintenance center, for example, on a project team executing a CNO availability, um, you know, the expectation is that maybe some of the senior project managers or the class team leads, or even the, uh, the you know the commanding officer um, on a on a day to day week week to week basis, um, you know, would be um, providing direction and counsel on how a particular project, you know, your particular project is, is progressing and things, uh, you know, how do you interface with ships force during that availability or how do you interface with the contractor executing that or how within the, the regional maintenance center organization, the, the contracting office or the technical team or the, or the finance folks to, uh, to move your, your project forward. So, um, you know, I think we've been doing coaching for a long time. I think, uh, as I mentioned, just within the last year or so, um, we've really kind of brought that maybe more into the into the spotlight. Um, it's it's part of the curriculum now at uh, at our ED school, and um, you know, as as we kind of continue to uh, to advance that conversation, we'll uh, we'll be talking uh, talking more about that. So that kind of concludes today's podcast. Um, you know, please, uh, if you have questions on this, please send me an email. Um, and, and I'd be happy to respond, but, uh, you know, thanks, thanks for listening and, uh, have a great day. Thank you for joining us in the wardroom. Special thanks to our sound engineer, Lieutenant Andrew Rowling. If you have questions you would like our guests to answer comments or suggestions, you can email us at the wardroom podcast at gmail.com. We look forward to meeting again in the wardroom.